Hello guys and welcome back to the podcast. This is the first one that we've done in quite some time. Um, the Coach by AC um, coaching team has just been growing and growing um, and I've just been putting all my energy into that. So we are finally back and today we are back with a Q&A. So I asked on the Instagram store, the Instagram, God I sound old, um, I asked on Instagram for some questions, just some everyday questions from people that things that you find hard with fitness or mental health um, and today I'm just going to go over them so it's not going to be a massively long podcast but we have got things planned and um, we have got new podcasts and things that we're going to be doing lots of new guests coming on so let's get started on today's podcast okay so one of the first questions was what's the difference between weight training and HIIT training so let's talk about this um, let's talk about them two separately so with HIIT training, that is high intensity interval training. That sort of training or workouts, you're using your cardiovascular system. So you're using your, your fitness and you're using your kind of breath and the, the oxygen that you're taking in. Weight training, let's look at that. We're using our muscles um, to, to lift heavy weights. A lot of people call it resistance training. There is not one that's better than the other. Um, there's just ones that you can maybe prefer or ones that HIIT does one thing for your body and weight training does another thing. So when we look at HIIT training, you know, we're using the cardiovascular system. So you're using your fitness. So it's great for fitness. It's also great for mental health. It releases endorphins, which can really help lift your mood um, and things like that. When we look at weight training or resistance training, we look at building strength or we look at building muscle. Now, there's lots of different benefits to the both that I won't go into too much detail. Um, but the difference between the two for body aesthetics and how you look and weight loss, it comes down to the fact that with HIIT training, you're working on your fitness, you're still burning calories. But with weight training nowadays, I find especially people are looking for that divine, defined toned look in their body. And realistically, this comes down to weight training or resistance training because you're you know you're building muscle but you're also getting rid of body fat so when you start to lose the body fat you've got muscle to plump up your body both of these types of exercises are amazing for the body and you shouldn't have to choose between the two realistically you need to find the one that you prefer the most and the one that you like whether that be cardio whether that be weight training whether that be kickboxing whether they be boxing whatever it is you just need to enjoy it to keep it up to keep the body healthy but if you're looking for the look of the defined toned look then i would push you towards the weight training any fitness instructors that you see doing hit training let me tell you this if they are in good nick they're not just doing hit training they might be really fit and they might have really good cardiovascular systems and they might be like at the best fitness ever but if they've got a good physique it normally comes down to a mix of weight training and cardio but yeah realistically weight training and progressive overload is the way you want to go for body aesthetics but weight training has a lot of um physical benefits alongside here so it's really hard to choose but yeah if you're looking for the defined toned look that you see on instagram nowadays that will be down to weight training and who doesn't want to build strength because realistically i know from my own um perspective and my own situations that in the gym, when I go and weight train, I get so much more out of it than I do going to do a hit. For me, when I do a hit workout or cardio, I, I find it goes on, I get really bored, it's kind of continuously, I feel like I'm gonna die, which is not enjoyable. But when I weight train, I can push my body so much further, um, and the thought of having to lift something that I couldn't lift before is amazing. Like 
sometimes when I do DIY nowadays um, and I can lift something that I never could lift before, that is what weight training is all about. I will just mention this while we're here, but I see this a lot and I've talked about it a lot on my page is I see people doing circuit training classes three, four times a week um, and they're not, you know, seeing the results that they want or, you know, they're not getting where they want to be. And purely this is down to, one, the fact that you're just doing a 45 minute class four times a week and not looking at your nutrition, not looking at your activity levels. If you're going and sitting down all day and then just doing one class four times a week, you're not going to get to where you want to be. Realistically, you need that support all round and you, you need to be exercising, you need to look at your nutrition, you need to look at your steps every day, your water intake, and just every different factor to your life. So are you stressed? Are you getting enough sleep? Or are you getting enough recovery? So I think it's really important that when you're looking at your body and aesthetic reasons, um, and I say this on purpose, aesthetic reasons and how you look um, and how you perform, you might wanna look at your type of training and have a little go at weight training. Okay, let's move on to the next question. So recommendations for core workouts postnatal. So the, the lady that messaged in, um, she's a year postnatal. So what I recommend for this, it's, it's really frustrating when we talk about pre or postnatal exercise. Um, because when you go to the doctors and you know, you've either had your baby or you're in the prenatal phase, um, they do not give you enough information. So one advice that I really recommend, and there's nothing to do with what you've asked me, but really recommend pelvic floor movements before you have baby. Everyone should be doing it even before they have any babies. We should be really working on our pelvic floor. But also after, um, when it comes to core workouts, when you're pregnant, your sort of abdominals, where they stretch to kind of make room for baby, they have to come back into meet each other at the end um, after you've had baby and they've got to take time um, to repair. So realistically, after having children, I really recommend not doing any sort of ad workouts for quite some time, especially until you've been signed off by the doctor. Um, but a lot, what a lot of people don't know is they think if they want to work on their core, they have to do abdominal crunches, sit-ups, um, you know, all them plank, all them horrible things. Not horrible, because we do still do them. But all these things, but realistically, to, the best way to work on your core is weight training. You know, you will work your core more doing deadlifts, squats, all the compound movements and lifting heavy than you would if you'd kind of done sit-ups. So... What I recommend for people that are postnatal are, is going into the strength training, kind of weight training area and just doing the compound movements like squats, deadlifts, you know, easing your weight in with progressive overload and not, not you know, lifting too heavy than you can cope, but working and progressing up from there. That's going to work your core better than any sort of sit up will do. Okay, next question. How long does it take to start seeing the results I want? So this is a hard question because it's kind of like how long is a piece of string? You know, if you're giving it 110%, you know, you will start to see the results pretty soon, but it does take some time. It's not a quick fix, this this kind of work. So, you know, if, if it comes easy to you and like you lose weight too quickly, you can guarantee that you won't stay consistently on that diet. So it's really important that you find something that works for you that's that's a slow progress because you want to lose, my main, my main thing that I say to clients is you want to think of about one to two pound per week. And I know that seems really slow and really like, oh God, that's gonna take forever. But actually if, over time with consistency, one, you'll actually enjoy your plan because it won't be like you're hungry and starving every single day. You're not, you know, exercising for 23 hours of the 24 hour day. 
but you're consistent and you're, you you should be able to enjoy it. So you should be able to still eat foods that you enjoy, you know, be not in a massive calorie deficit so that you're starving, but you know, in a, in a nice calorie deficit so that you're, you're, you're full and you're satisfied, but there is always gonna be that little bit of hunger there. So consistency really, it comes down to, if you're consistent, you'll start to see the results, but it's really hard for me to say exactly how long you're gonna to start to see, like how long until you will see results. So just be consistent and take away, just try not to think too much about what the scale says. Um, just be consistent and get a coach basically. <laughs> if you can kind of hand over your results and your body data to your coach, it's exactly what I do. So I'm on a 12 week photo shoot prep and I don't worry about my weight. I don't worry about what I look like because I've handed it all over to my coach and she worries about it for me. She knows where we need to get um and i leave it all up to her and honestly it's it takes so much headache out of um losing weight or you know getting to where you want to be to your goals you can just hand over your shit and there you go so i definitely recommend getting a coach but just be consistent and try and enjoy the journey rather than focusing on where you want to be just focus on enjoying the journey and looking after yourself okay number four should i have protein before or after a workout so <laughs> It's really difficult because the clients that I teach are general population clients. Maybe certain bodybuilders out there who train religiously are the training and working out weightlifting is their job. Um, they may say very differently to me. But specifically for me, I, I coach a lot of general population clients, which is people that, you know, want to weight train, want to look good, but aren't competing. You know, they're not they're not there to they're not there to train for their job. So Realistically, general population, I would say it doesn't matter when you eat your protein, as long as you get it in within that 24 hour period, 12 hour period, it really isn't a big deal. But then some bodybuilders or people that, you know, train religiously would say different. And I think there is optimal times that you can have your protein and optimal amounts at certain times. But for me, realistically, just get your protein in. You just need protein for so many different reasons, you know, regulating your body, um, repairing tissues in your body so there's just so many reasons to having protein and if it's going to be a big deal to kind of have it at specific times i just don't think it's important for the general population so what i recommend is just splitting it up throughout your meals throughout the day and just having a nice balanced meal um with like i i sort of say 30 to 40 grams of protein per meal and um, but that's for me specifically that i do um but realistically i don't think there's a specific time i may be completely wrong um but yeah I don't think there is. Let's go on to the next one. So number five, someone asked me some advice on some protein sources. So I've written down all of my favorite proteins, like where I get my protein from. So I'm gonna just list them out to you. I've got some veggie options, but mainly not because I'm not vegan or veggie. So I find it really hard, but there are some on here that I've found. Um, so we've got chicken. I love a bit of chicken, but just be wary, you know, have chicken breast because like drumstick chicken, legs of a chicken are higher in fat. So they are very different calories and macros to chicken breast. So just be cautious of that. Then you've got 5% mince meat. That is my favorite beef mince. I mean, um, definitely my favorite because I just love it. Then you've got beef steak. So you want to be careful here because steak has loads of different um, calories, macros, depending on what cut it is. So you wanna be cautious of that. Just make sure it's fill it realistically if you can. Um, other ones have like higher fat percentage. So lots of different fishes, cod, sea bass, salmon. Obviously salmon has a higher fat content, but it's all good fats for you, really healthy fats. 
Then you've got eggs. Um, egg whites obviously have most of the protein in. The yellow of a white, um, the yellow of a white? <laughs> the yellow of an egg is the fat, higher fat content, but the whites have the higher protein. Um, and then you've got protein yogurts. Honestly, I'm obsessed with the, the Lindell's K-Varg yogurts. They are amazing. Um, then you've got obviously supplement whey protein, which you can have. Um, you've got beans, pulses, sausages, but just be wary of sausages. You wanna get the 45% reduced fat. That is my advice on sausages. But then you've got chicken sausages and things like that. So that's also an option. Bacon, soy protein, especially if you're vegan, that's where I get, you know, if I am doing vegan or vegetarian days, it's always a soy protein. And then things like cheese. And realistically, I do sometimes supplement with whey protein shakes, but I do like to eat my food. Shakes don't really agree with me. So realistically, I like to eat um, all the food I can for protein. I just much, much prefer it. So that is a list of all of the proteins I could think of. Oh no, one I didn't say was tuna. I love tuna. So yeah, that's another one. Okay, we have got one final question. I didn't want to take too many questions on today, but the last one, how did I become a coach? So, oh, long or short story here. Let's try and keep it short. But um, realistically, it all started because I... I've always done something fitness related, always done, like I've done, I danced for a long time when I was younger. So a lot of people don't know this, but yeah, I did ballroom and Latin dancing for, I started, I think probably when I was like six and then I carried it on until I was like 13, 14. And then I got to an age where, yeah, it wasn't cool to do ballroom and Latin dancing. So I actually gave it up to go out with my friends and probably go drinking on the street, which was not cool. But I thought I wanted to just hang around with my friends more. So I, I quit dancing and then I noticed that because I'd quit dancing and because I wasn't as active as much, I, I was kind of piling on the pounds a little bit. Um, so then I decided to join the gym when I was like 16. Also for my mental health as well, I went to the doctors because I was really like struggling with anxiety and pain attacks. So I went to the doctors who said, you know, exercise is going to be really beneficial to you. So I joined the gym and got a treadmill and just walked and ran and wanted to keep fit but I was just finding that aesthetically it wasn't going how I wanted it to go I wasn't losing the weight and I just really hated cardio I really hated it um so when I met my now boyfriend now boyfriend yeah that makes sense um he got he was always he loved weight training resistance training so I used to go with him and he used to teach me a few things and, and then I just found the absolute love for it. And then my body changed, like my body transformed. Like I started to, you know, have muscle definition. My body looked curvy and I just loved the way I felt when I started, when I actually could lift something heavy. There'd be a time where I couldn't lift the barbell. So a lot of women will, will know this struggle. You've gone into the weight section, you try and lift the barbell to do squats and you literally can't even lift it off the floor. That was me and now and then when you lift like then you start squatting like 60 70 kg and you're like oh my god i can actually do this so long story short i loved weight training realized that there was a massive massive um gap in the market for women weight training like it's quite a scary thing to go in the gym and weight train and i realized actually i wanted to promote this to more people i wanted to get more women in in weight training and I wanted to get them to lift weights because it's not as scary as you think and so I opened my I opened my PT business and sort of did it on the side while I was um a bookkeeper at my my dad's um electrician company 
And then, yeah, the PT just flew and I had the own, my own private studio that I used to rent. Um, and it just flew. I was getting loads of lovely women come in and just learn how to weightlift and learn the basics. And then I eventually found that with the personal training side of things, it was great and I love teaching people. But what I found is people, a lot of people would come to me thinking this 45 minute PT session was going to, you know, get them to where they wanted to be physique wise. And a lot of the time they would just give up and not get to where they wanted to be because they weren't looking at the rest of their life. They weren't looking at the activity levels of the rest of their week or their nutrition or anything like that. So I decided to make the jump to coaching because basically with coaching, you can get a whole rounded look at someone's life. You can teach them so much more um, and you can just give them so much more advice and you basically help them get to where they want to be. You transform their lives basically and it's a lifestyle change at the end of the day. So yeah, and that's how I decided to be a coach. It realistically has only just happened and I've transferred from being a personal trainer in person to an online coach and the business has massively, massively grown and I've been able to help so many um, people transform their bodies and I can give everyone 110% of my time whereas with PT you've got that 45 minute class and you can only like help a certain amount of people it's very limited so now I can be a coach I can help so many more people but I can also give you support and guidance like through the whole time so there's me plugging my little coaching business over here but yeah I just I love coaching so much I love fitness and I love weight training so much and I just want more women to get involved with it because not only just for aesthetic or physical reasons it's more the mental side of it when you lift things that you thought you couldn't lift you just become so much more stronger mentally as well it's a physical strength that that goes through to mental as well so it's it's really is amazing and I love my job so much but that is enough of me. That is the podcast for today. It's only a short one. I say short, but it's still quite long. Um, so we are going to be doing lots more podcasts coming up. We're going to have um, people that we're going to be interviewing coming on. Um, lots of different tips and tricks coming in the next few weeks. So stay tuned and I will speak to you soon.